Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? How you guys doing? Hey, y'all. How the hell Good to have you guys back with us one more time. We are so glad you're with us, and, and we're back in First Peter today. My name is Hank Meadows. I'm pastor here of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. I got the bean of the board over there. <laughs> hey, hey. What he wasn't doing any jumping today. No, no jumping. Jumping. Yeah, yeah, I, I was you're jumping from jump. my seat. <laughs> you're not a jumping bean today, bro. So how you guys doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Good. Look it up something. I'm I not. Know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not good. Not good. Uh, bunch of kindergarten through second graders three weeks before school's out. No, I'm not good. That's true. That's, That's true. I did have a rough morning this morning with oh, one of, a student. Yeah. They can't tell time, but they know we're getting close to the end. I guarantee it. <laughs> you're, you're positive on that. <laughs> Hey, no, we're, we're proud that you're you're growing in your faith over there, Bean. <laughs> you actually have your Bible with you today, not on your phone. Get called out right off the off the spot. Good yeah, grief! It is. Um, that's what he's here for. That's right. You gotta be nice to the guy that edits our videos and yeah, audio. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Don't so, take it out on me. Just know who yeah, said it, right? <laughs> so hey, you guys, we're back in First Peter. Mona asked a pretty dumb question. <laughs> Earlier, I don't right feel so we, bad. All of a sudden, right, we started. She said, "So how far are we going?" I'm like, "I don't know. We just go. We just take it." She goes, "Well, I only studied through verse five, and I'm like, you really think we're gonna get past verse five? <laughs> well, no, but just in case, know that you're on your own. <laughs> you're fine solo. Ah, just I love you guys, um, but I, I don't understand why you thought we were gonna get past verse I five. I just wanted to make sure. For all I knew, you were gonna f- skip that whole part anyway. Considering we're picking up sense, at verse three from last I week, know. yeah. <laughs> We only did two verses last week. Hey, got a lot of compliments about my old turkey neck. <laughs> what? I've hit all three of us now, so <laughs> so none, neither one of y'all can say anything. I hit all three of us. I did, man. I saw the video. Really, oh, thank you. You got my bad side and my turkey neck right there. My skin looks like I'm 102. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. <laughs> you know this is being recorded, right? <laughs> really want to just speak to the first-time listeners. Um Please stick with us. It gets better. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mona be on camera this week. Not <laughs> Hank. My turkey neck. Thanksgiving, then come early. <laughs> oh. I double dog dare you to do that one, buddy, when she's laughing like that. Now I wish I had on you just for that one statement. I was, I oh, you. my man. Oh, off to the races. Take it. Well, we're glad y'all are here. So it is true. I mean, on the way here, I was praying about how much I love being with y'all and doing this. (laughs) This is why I laugh hysterically. (laughs) You know, some podcasts try to be authentic. I don't think we can be anything, but we don't know better. (laughs) So, you know, I started, went back to the beginning. Holy cow. She texted me. Did you text us or just me that day? No, I got got it too. Both of you. When you guys will start off, welcome you listeners to the Mosaic. Oh my gosh. We were. (laughs) I spoke in in New King James, or no, Old King James. Old King James 16. (laughs) It was 
bad. If oh, come hither and gather around really to good, the talking machine. <laughs> we've come a long way since. Yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> long way. So now I'm talking. I don't about know in which life. direction, but it is. Oh, we're, we're there's been a distance. I would say this: we're more yes, authentic now. now. That was so. way too stiff, and that was we, like oh, cardboard, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Um, anyway, all right. So Mona, read and Dan pray. Okay. Do you want me to read three through five? Yeah. Okay. So first Peter one, three through five, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just pray that this time be be a blessing to you. And above all else, at the end of the day, we just want people who are here to know that you are the one true God. You are our God and that there is something better. There is life everlasting through your son, Jesus Christ. And Heavenly Father, we just pray that the words we speak be pleasing to you and that those that hear it be changed forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, Keith, you know what that word, blessed, is in the in the Greek? Um, n- no. We get our word eulogy from it, hmm. huh. and it means to speak well of. Hmm. And so Peter starts his part part off like I'm going to speak really good about the Lord Jesus and right. about God the Father, um, and then talk about what He's done. So there it is. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord. He's like I- I'm just telling you guys. God did something. St- amazing right. through jesus yep. that's really what he's getting at right yep it because it has the, the the sort of the root of it there is logos which is word mm-hmm. like what he's saying is i'm about to give you a good word mm-hmm. about god the father of our lord jesus christ because he you know i i think i said it last week god um wrought it mm-hmm. jesus bought it and the holy spirit god thought it the holy spirit wrought it and yeah. jesus bought it there you go you know, yeah. thank you she listened better than I thought. <laughs> I did listen to it this yeah. morning. So that's what I'm saying. So he's saying, I'm really going to give some, and in, in, put it in modern day vernacular, some props mm-hmm. to God for doing it. Right. So off and running. Let's go. Oh, okay. And well, and so then, oh, um, what does he talk about? He he starts off by talking about his great mercy, which we talked a little bit about last time about his mercy and what that means. But um, in looking at it, um, the two words that came up when talking about the great mercy was abundant Mm -hmm. and boundless is what that great means. And when you think about that abundant mercy and boundless mercy, which which let's remind what mercy is, is not receiving what you deserve. Right. Yes. And so when you think about how many times, or I'll just focus it on myself instead of just, when I think about how many times I let God down or how many times I disappoint God or how many times I do wrong by him, but to think that his mercy is abundant and boundless, no matter how many times, no matter how many times I fail him, no matter how many times I do something I'm not supposed to do, his mercy is abundant and boundless and it will never, it never ends. I mean, how deep is that wellspring of that? Right, right. And that's the first thing he points to is, Mm -hmm. hey, I want you guys to understand 
Right. He's abundant in it. Uh, yeah, according to his great mercy, that li- word literally translated means abundant mm-hmm. to this. And it still hadn't run out some 2,000 years. I mean, if you mm-hmm. really, it really hadn't run out for the last seven. I'm a young earth guy. Mm-hmm. About 7,000 years. It Because he was merciful even in the Old yes. Testament. Yeah. Right. Yes, absolutely. And now we, we truly see the mercy. And mm-hmm. it's like this wellspring of mercy mm-hmm. is fueled by his grace, really, if you want to know the truth, and his love. Right. That is not based on us. Right. We are so caught up in contractual love. Right, mm-hmm. yes. We forget that God's love is covenantal. Mm-hmm. It's really not based on any part of us. Mm-hmm. It's all on him. Yep. Damn I was just thinking, and, and I'm going to really be outdoing myself. I can't come up any, with anything for my big idea, but I can't I can't wait. <laughs> um, no, I was just saying, I was looking at verse, verse 3 through 5, and then I started looking at each verse individually. So many people say, well, I, I don't really have a testimony. This is your testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the great God that changed my life, that gave me mercy, that that saved me from death. I mean, it, it doesn't get any simpler than that. And, and I always go back to what you said. Tell them what God did for you. Yep. And this is it. If you're a Christian, he did these things for you. It's very simple right, right there. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to put them in three words, he, he showed mercy. Mm-hmm. He gave grace. And takes us to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's really what these first three verses right here, these mm-hmm. three through five, what they really say. But then, what else? Let's, you're sort of leading here. Go on with it. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> Just about five seconds. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, I mean, there's your phrase, according to, again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is according to that great mercy that he allows us to be born again, that he gives us that salvation. And so... Um, I mean, we just have to remember that because, I mean, we've touched on it, but it's not anything that we've done. It's not by works. It's not anything that we do. It's not any rituals that we keep. It's not the our attendance at church. It's not. It's only because of his mercy mm-hmm. and his grace, which is talked about in other verses. But in this passage, he's focusing on that mercy. Um, and so it's according to that that we are able to have that salvation. And which points to just the great, I mean, I just could go back to that, that great love. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, he's just amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he, what I said Sunday night, we talked about it. He is incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That was really good. We should have had recorded that too. He is incomprehensible mm-hmm. yet knowable. knowable. Yep. Think about that, about a God who is so big, you cannot comprehend. Mm-hmm. Who he is. Right. Yet that God, who is so incomprehensible, desires us yes. to know him. Mm-hmm. Right. And matter of fact, we can know him. Mm-hmm. And so once you, you, you figure out, so it's incomprehensible the amount of mercy that he has, but I can know that he has it. So that tells me something about this incomprehensible God that is so much larger yeah. than we can ever think. Right. And then I love the next part. Then he goes to, so I go back and he goes, he has caused us now, not you know, in the in the ESV, that's not really the best way to translate right. that. That he has caused us, basically, it means he's given us the ability mm. to yes. be born again. Yes. Mm. Yep. Mm. So let's talk about that. So he's caused us, given us the ability to be born again to a. And here's I love this a living, living hope. hope. Mm. Yes. Come on. Yes. Go. Well, a living hope, which is um, ever living, which is everlasting. It's a 
I'm sorry, I'm having trouble reading. It's a sure hope. And that's yeah. what we talk about that. When we talk about hope, that our hope is not a hope so, right. you know, so. hope. It's a it's a sure and confident hope. And so we have that living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It all goes back to that. Oh. Because if Jesus hadn't raised from the dead, then we would not have a living yeah. hope. We would not have any hope. So we have a living hope because we have a living Savior. Right. Right. And can I just say this? I love the fact that I think I've influenced you. you she's got arrows all over her Bible <laughs> over here. Well, I love that. I, my whole, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm an influencer. I, I've known it for a long time. <laughs> well, only because I bought a small Bible. I should have bought a bigger Bible so I'd have more room to write. I know. The bigger Bibles, it is. <laughs> Unless you go hit somebody with it, it's not worth it. <laughs> Just get it small. But so, Dan, what you got? Well, I was just thinking, you know, that that living hope in there, there's so much in, in just a small passage here. First of all, um, people say, you know, well, if it's because of him, why does it matter what I do? Well, here's the thing. It, it's not <laughs> it's, it's not our works aren't for salvation. It's like not you automatic said, that you get to go. It's from salvation. Kent Span said it best. Let me just say this. Yeah. Your default eternity is hell. Yes. Your yes. default eternity is yeah, not heaven. Absolutely. Right. Right. But but the thing that gets me is, is it's really a, a kind of a, a way to gauge your relationship with, with God. Why would you ever want to hurt him? You you see, we just yeah. got to talk about all this mercy and all this love. And all, so it, it why would you not want to serve him if you really love him? That's how you know if you're just if you're if they're just words. If you say you love him and then you say, but you know I, I'm going to live how I want to live. I, why do I have to do all these? You don't have to. You have the opportunity to serve the God who saved you from hell. Why would you not want to? I, you know, and I I go a step further. And if you've been to church last Wednesday night and this past Sunday night, you heard this word a lot. Why is it that more Christians don't desire more of mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. yeah. and are not more passionate? Right. Bruce and I, we had lunch last Wednesday, and it sort of became our key. Why are we not? Mm -hmm. Why are we not desiring to know him more mm -hmm. and be more passionate when he has given all this mercy and, better way is, made the way for us to have mm -hmm. salvation in this living hope. Mm -hmm. Right. And by the way, if you don't have sort of the cover music for this, Phil Wickham's Living Hope. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll get the licensing. It'll be great. Cancel. I was going to say, it's a little bit copyright. Cancel culture will come out. <laughs> but it, and, and we get it in other areas, but we, we don't get it when it comes to God. Look, I, I'm, there's a reason I, I'm a bean. I'm bean shaped. And I got that way <laughs> through a lot of work, okay? I've never once ate a great biscuit and be like, man, this biscuit's fantastic. I'll have a crumb and that's all I want. No, you, you desire more. You want more because so yeah. how much greater is God? Right. Yeah. So the the other thing, and, and I want to make sure I use this term in the right way. This makes me sad. Literally, I'm, I'm not trying to be like these people are sad, you know, but but this, it, it does hurt my heart. We have so many Christians that, and this, this isn't going to sound nice, but I mean it in the nicest way I can. We have so many Christians who are never effective, never have an impact for the kingdom, because for decades, they're still getting hung up on, am I saved or not? Have I done enough to be saved? Am I? Yep. So, so their entire Christianity becomes selfish and self-centered because they're just worried about whether or not it, it was enough. Let me tell you why. 
because the writer of Hebrews says they're still drinking the milk. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That they get from somebody else. That's, I mean, that's what the picture mm-hmm. of milk is. You have to get milk from somebody else. I used to think, you know, it past a certain age, like you were just automatic. No, you can be any age and still be immature spiritually. Yeah, right. You know? Absolutely. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and 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 I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be blunt. Some of the meanest people in the church are the elderly mm-hmm. that are still babies. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But, right. Think they know it. They, they get don't. crotchety <laughs> because they think they know everything and nobody looks to them spiritually and doesn't want to hear what they say because they are such babies still drinking mm-hmm. milk. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yep. So talk about this living hope. Well, I was just going to, I was going to. That's go. really good. <laughs> because what it, what I keeps running through my mind is that there are so many believers who don't live in light of that living hope. Right. Mm. We cling to this world that is dying. Mm. We cling to this world that has no hope. And instead of clinging to God, who is eternal, who gives us eternal life, who gives us life and not death, takes us from death to life, who sets us free, um, who gives us that hope, we don't cling to that. Instead, we cling to the things of the world that are dying and the things of the world that are fading away and the things of this world that can do nothing for us except maybe a momentary feel good, but um, doesn't last very long. Well, the writer of Hebrews says it's for a season. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And so um, that just has been, just as we're talking, just running through my mind that that we just don't cling to that living hope. And I don't, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I, I hurt for people right. that do what I, you heard me say it how many times, we, we come to Jesus for our eternity, but yeah. we refuse to come to him for our right. daily. Right. I'm just, I'm sorry, and some people may disagree with me, and that's fine. Is that person, do, do they really know Jesus? Right. All you're after is fire insurance, mm-hmm. and by golly. Mm-hmm. If this world is better than that world, I don't want to go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. With the week I've had, <laughs> and it's yep. just Tuesday. Right. Oh, it is just. It's true. I'm serious. If that yeah. world, if this world is so much better, right. and there's so much more here, mm-hmm. I'm just right telling you. Yep. I. Why? No wonder people try to live right. forever. Mm-hmm. The problem is we don't understand how amazing heaven is going yes. to be, yeah. and how long eternity is going to be. Right. And the 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 Paul, everything when you ever hear a conversation in scripture about the two, it always says it's not comparable. Mm-hmm. What will be found there? Right. Perfection. Right. Why do we cling to this? mess here mm-hmm. well and it goes back to to that that illustration you used last episode too about that snapshot that little yeah uh three by five, five well it gets smaller the yeah, snapshot I, gets smaller it's that little wallet uh, <laughs> well it's a and i'm glad, to read, yo. I'm I'm glad you say that though because you know look mona knows this we we've we dabble in the photography from time to time um if it's out of frame, it's out of mind. I take that snapshot. Anything could be out of frame. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Right. That's how we look at the world. We get this little distraction, usually sin, and we say, oh, this is the best thing ever. We don't notice the absolute ruin going on around it until those few moments when we see it for what it really is. And we say, well, how would I get here? You know, and so that that's why we don't believe these things is because we're so easily distracted by flashes of light here and there instead of holding on to the light that will last. Man, I, there, 
and I've got some friends that I love dearly. They'll they'll say, "Now, preacher, you can't get so heavenly minded that you're no earthly mm. good." And I'm going, mm. "I want to see that guy. How else can you be earthly?" I have good, never you know? seen that dude before. Yeah, but I have seen plenty that are so earthly mm-hmm. minded that they're mm-hmm. no heavenly mm-hmm. good. Right. I'm like, "Where's that dude? What? Tell me that dude." Mm-hmm. Because the last time I checked, I think it was D.L. Moody said, God, this world is yet to see a man given totally over to God. I'll be mm-hmm. that man. And look at all that God did through him. Right. I've seen that dude. And you're going to tell me he was too heavenly minded? Right. Right. To, be, right. to me, the more heavenly right. minded you right. are, the more effective yeah. you're yes. going to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a living hope. I go back to it. It's not a mm-hmm. dead hope. Mm-hmm. We have a living hope because you have a living Savior. Yeah. Every other religion in the world is dead. Yep. Period. And if you're earthly minded, the only thing you got to give out is earthly things, and nobody needs more of that. Yep. Yeah. You can't give out what you don't have. Yeah. Who? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something that wasn't need to be said on, on this. Okay. And now let's talk. Go ahead. That's why Mona's driving. Go ahead, Mona. Yeah. <laughs> Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Right. Well, I mean, we sort of hit it, but. That's what gives us our hope. And where is it that Paul talks about that? That um, see, that's the thing I can't find it. Um, that if you give me a little bit of verse, I'll find it for okay, you. Okay, I know. Um, <laughs> that with if Christ had not raised from the dead, First Corinthians fifteen. Well, I knew it was in First Corinthians somewhere. Um, and that if that was all that we had, if Go to Christ, verse twelve, if Christ, okay. I love a good scripture battle. You know, we have rap battles. No, we have scripture <laughs> battles here. Sorry, verse 12. That's what you're trying to say. Huh? First, first, oh, 15. Sorry. 15, 12. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yes. Um, do I want to read all that? Okay. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. You love Paul's logic here. Yeah. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. And this is the key verse. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. And I love verse 20. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. In fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. I love I, that. That See, to me, that's sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he does. He, yeah, he yeah. so writes mm-hmm. that in such a way that is so intelligent mm-hmm. of this, this. And then he goes, but in fact. <laughs> in reality. Sookie, sookie. <laughs> And so what is he saying? Oh, with my turkey neck, I could have <laughs> So what is he saying that? Then be- <laughs> oh God, a snort. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, uh, Mona, as but you were saying. In fact, but in fact, fact Christ mm. has been raised from the dead, and therefore our faith is not futile. Not. And therefore... Our hope is not only in this world. No. Because if it were, then we are to be the most pitied. Do you guys pitied. understand something? 
We I, get to hang out in heaven. I, <laughs> can you imagine? They may separate us. Actually. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, there's those mosaic American people. You see God the Father going, son. <laughs> You're the first one to get put one in more time. time. <laughs> We're in a serious worship service here, and you three are <laughs> making a mess of it. Okay, we got eternity. It'll be right. We'll get it right. We'll get time. it right eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember that time I said I had a turkey neck? <laughs> <laughs> and it, you will be able to perfect the most amazing turkey call oh, at that absolutely. moment. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> But no, that's what I don't get. Is, is we got a snort and a moment over there, so it's good. We we, and I know we dealt with this, you know, uh, the last uh, two three weeks ago, just you know, on, daily there for a little while. But I, I, that's why I don't get two things. Number one, why we act like it's going to be so boring in heaven? Yeah, <laughs> my God, that is the most stupid thought. Yeah. A, man, I've said dumb, stupid, and gobble, gobble. If you had turkey neck on your Mosaic American bingo card, you can now check it off. You can now check it and probably got bingo. <laughs> yeah, if not, it's a freebie space. Yeah, right. uh, but and that and then just the, the idea of if, if I'm saved and you're saved, we might as well get along because we're going to be around together a long time, <laughs> a long you know, time. And, and that's why I don't get just confrontation, confrontation, confrontation oh with, gosh, with Christians. Yeah. Um, but by the way, I do have an answer. You said, why do we yeah. think heaven's going to be? Because we've let the enemy define mm-hmm. what heaven is like. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Instead well, of the church defining <laughs> it. Because I do think we went for years mm-hmm. saying, well, nobody preaches about hell, so I'm going to be the pastor that preaches about hell. And we quit preaching and about that, heaven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we let the enemy because that's what he did. He goes, oh, right. yeah, you preach about hell. Don't tell them how right. good heaven is. Mm-hmm. Right. And we let him define that it's boring and mm-hmm. that it's – man, just go back. I want to say it again. Go back. Listen to that series of sermons in our renewal services yeah. by Dr. Kent Spann, and you tell me that that's not where you want right. to go. Right, right. Yep. Sorry. No, that's all right. I did lose where I was going. <laughs> uh, huh. I don't know. Hmm. It's gonna be great. I'll just go with that, and we'll move along. How much more time we got? Oh, we got. Oh, we got plenty. We got uh, three and a half minutes. <laughs> and you were worried about getting past verse five? Money, you've been distracting us. We gotta get. We're trying to be serious here. Yeah. I didn't mm. know we were gonna talk about turkey next. So <laughs> this may be the most serious one I've ever done. <laughs> oh. But do we want? All right, let's just stop there. Let's leave to an inheritance. Let's talk about our inheritance next week. Okay. And just let's do the big big thought, and let's do. Um, what, here's the big thought. Here's what I want you to answer. What does it do to you and your emotions to hear that we have a living hope? Mm. (laughs) Here's what it does for me. It makes my crappy days Mm -hmm. a lot better. Right. Because this is not right. the end. Right. And even when I draw my last breath, and look, I just, I've got four grandbabies now, two of them are brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. When I do go that way, whether by rapture or by death, mm-hmm. I'm not going to some dark place. Right. I'm going to the place of light right. and the place of life. Right. That's what it does to me. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to what I was talking about. It just makes me want cling to it, just cling to that living hope because um, this world is, and we were talking about it before we came on air, how this country is, how much it's deteriorating and, um, and there is nothing to hold on to in no, this world. There nothing. is nothing to hold on to. So yes, we might have fabulous families. I have a fabulous family and God is blessing us immensely and a, a beautiful grandbaby that I don't see enough, but it all of that is just part of clinging to that living hope truly. Mm-hmm. And so the if I'm not clinging to that living hope, then I'm walking in despair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I shouldn't have gone last because I can't really disagree with either of you. Both obviously right. No, just just to add on to that, the other thing that does though is, is it gives me a it gives me a desire so much to share that mm. because as you become more dependent on it, and, and there have been times where I, I I've been like, no, I got the but as you grow, you become more dependent on on, on that hope. You start to understand what's left for those that don't have it, mm-hmm. and that should that should give you an urgency. You know, look, I, I'm saved. I've got eternity with God. That's that's settled. I'm not. I don't have to rush it because I know when it gets here, it'll be amazing. Yeah. But the urgency comes with, you know, the only reason somebody should be urgent is if, if they're not saved, if they don't have that, because then you're living on borrowed time and you don't have long. Yeah. Um. But that's what it does it adds an urgency to wanting to to share that message so that they don't have the go alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't go alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ought to be our key. Yeah. Don't go alone. Yep. All right. Let's pray, y'all. Father, thank you for the truth. Very simple. That we have a living hope, because we have a living Savior, who defeated death, hell, and the grave, so that we could have eternal life with you forever. God, thank you. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I am Hank Meadows. I am pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my, why are you flexing, Dean? <laughs> Mona's the one that got me. I'm sitting here talking. Mona jerks her head, and I look, and you're flexing, man. I mean, like, are you, I mean, what's up, Hulk Hogan? Showing off my calisthenic skills. It's uh, Her look was uh, the one that got me. I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist <laughs> Church, and that's my home slice, Miss Mona. Who oh, my is Lanta. And then we got Bean, the flex machine. <laughs> bean, the flex. bean, Bean, the flex machine. Yeah, I love yeah. it. A physique like you've never seen. I tell you. <laughs> there you go. God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. Oh, 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 oh.